0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Capiche Filmcast. Stephen Barry here for another Ranking Bond episode for the Bond Daft Project. Joined, of course, by two Bond aficionados, Gordon Webster. Good afternoon, Mr. Barry. And Steve McCall.
1: And a very good afternoon to you both.
0: Good afternoon. We, of course, are missing one of our double-O agents. Francis Murphy is out due to, uh, well, I suppose it's, we'll just say he's, he's, had some back pain. So he's, he is not fit. He's not had a great night's sleep. So, um, hope you're, hope you're okay, man. And yeah, get some rest. He may, he did say he might call in, uh, if he feels up to it. So. That might be an interesting surprise, um he has given me his nominees though for the categories we are doing today, so we can uh, we can use that anyway and some of his kind of rationale he explained to me and things like that so I will try and put forward his his points without using my own bias or anything like that and editorial uh, power um
1: Have so, we sent him to the health spa from Thunderbolt oh I you know what, we should
2: have... He could do a bit about the, that traction table to stretch out the spine, maybe. <laughs> yes. Is that a bit insensitive, me saying that? No, no, I think no, that's no. fine. He would
0: appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I'll send him a link then. We'll um, try and get that sorted for him. <laughs> Make sure there's no um, enemy agents there to try and ruin things for him, though. Yeah, he yeah, could do a bit.
1: Seconds. <laughs> yeah. maybe,
2: maybe Count wee, um the little jacuzzi thing he sits in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe good for the bones.
0: Right, okay, so we are continuing. Uh, I suppose it doesn't really matter telling you what day we're doing this because every episode is going up as a single episode anyway, but this is day two of our recording of the uh, different categories. Today we are starting this episode with the worst Themes, so it's a bit of a negative way to start today, um, but we do have some some positive stuff coming up later as well. But we'll start with the worst bond themes. So last week we ended on the best themes, um, which I think were "Live and Let Die." Well, you know what? We won't spoil them, but "Live and Let Die" did well. We'll say that. And uh, yeah, yeah, worst themes. So let's uh, let's do. It. I'm guessing we'll just stick to the same kind of. Structure, we've we, you know put forward some nominees and then kind of slowly cut down to our final three and a winner.
1: I think that was a loser,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Final, it f- confuses me a bit every time we, yeah. we get to, yeah, yeah. The final loser. Best loser, yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. It's I was getting good. very flustered last week, especially been tired
2: when I it, when it got to that kind of stuff.
0: It's so a bit earlier today. Uh, how are you feeling, Gordon? Are you you fresh? Are you ready to fight? Much worse. <laughs> no. no, I'm not. I'm better. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, just
2: um. Ready to it's d- a weekend, so you know you like to have a few drinks in the evening some of the time. But I,
0: I still did that, but yeah, feeling better this time. I can have a wee drink during the day, you know. I'm not judging. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's 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 start then. Um, okay. Worst themes. Well, how about we start with? I'll I'll put down what France put down. Yeah. So yeah. I will get his list. Okay. There was only three films he nominated. He kind of had to be reminded of one, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's a dead cert," but. Yeah, so his first one, uh, I don't think it'll be much of a surprise for you guys. Die Another Day. Yeah. Second one, A View to a kill. And thirdly, Octopusy. So that's his three. Okay, can you guys see this? No, but I'll remember them. It's fine.
1: Yep, I can see that. That's all good. Can you not
2: see it, Gordon? No, it's fine. Look, i That was just adding to me being flustered last week, so I'll, I'll be fine, don't worry. Are you sure? I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I, just, I I'm just surprised
0: why you can't see it because I said share. I don't know if I, if I, if
2: Yeah, there's... I don't want to chance it with my
0: internet. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. So Daniel, see the... you now. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. So we've got three films there. Steve, you want to nominate some of your worst films? Yeah, five five options to use.
1: <clears throat> um. So I I I mean I have a list of three and okay. two of mine are down there. So I'm going to throw into the mix the man with a golden gun.
0: Okay. Okay. He has a powerful weapon.
1: Who will he be?
0: <laughs> okay, that's four f- films down. Gordon, any you want to add to this list? Ah, uh, one's
2: been added already. Die another day. Um, now I just want to say it's the same with the scores. Especially the scores. Thinking, because I, I know how we have to do this. It's I just there's a I kind of do like all of them really. And in terms of the in terms of the actual, uh, title. Songs, I suppose, actually, I do like all of them apart from one, so it feels hard for, for me personally to say worse, just from a personal point of view. It's, so it's more like a least favourite because, uh, apart from Die Another Day, I, c- I can say a lot of positive things about all of them because, you know, to me, it's all the world of Bond. But I,
0: yeah, if you don't, if you don't, Day... if you don't, if you don't feel you don't have to add any, and that's a good caveat to put out there. I do think most yeah. of them are great, and um, we're arguing, you know, just small things about them. If you don't feel you want to add any, that's fine. The there is a probably a clear winner loser here. Um, but if there's any you feel should be nominated, feel free. Up to you.
2: Yeah, I mean, for on a personal level, I'd say it's more just least favourite because the the two I'm about to say, I I do still like. So I'll say, Skyfall.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: Yep. And another one. And I'll say, oh, this is this is tough. I got I got to put another one in. I'm gonna say. 2008, and I've just forgotten the name another, of the song. A, another, <laughs> another way, way, to, way die. to die. Because I, I almost said, No time to die. Another way to die.
1: I'm going to be yeah, we've got there, fighting so. to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I obviously had Die Another Day on this list uh, quite emphatically. And Octopussy, I did have. So, I would say, hmm. It's kind yeah, of... I
2: did think of Octopusy myself, and again, I, I've praised Octopusy, but I, I guess I, I, agree where people say that the all-time high it could have just been something from the charts.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of the think argument about for me, it. But yeah, um, the two that are down as my lowest beyond it. Um, with the other two, I don't, I don't really feel that. I'll add, uh, Moonraker just um, but I don't. I will be taking it off, I think, because I don't feel that strongly about it. I think it's still decent, I just find it a bit bland. Right, there we go. That's a short list, considering that's four of all four of us have put nominees for this, so that is testament to that we don't feel there's that many weak Bond, bad Bond songs, and, and we've even given caveats to say that you know, and I think there will definitely be disagreements here with a couple of them as well, but there has been caveats put to say that, you know, despite them being nominated, we don't think they're Maybe even the winner at least, if not even top three. Okay, that is seven films, Die Another Day, A View to a Kill, Octopussy, The Man with the Golden Gun, Skyfall, Another Way to Die from Quantum of Solace and Moonraker. Right. Um from this list, Steve, you wanna you wanna discuss one that you feel has yeah. to be either highlighted as the as the top three lock in or one you want to cut from this list?
1: I think that the the discussions around most of these songs are probably going to be a bit more nuanced. So I'm just going to go straight in there and say we need to tackle Die Another Day. Yeah. yeah. Because it's. I think it's particularly after what it follows. Because we had a lot of discussion last week about. Um, obviously, You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. And the amount of sort of research that was put into that song lyrically. And the way that was put together with sort of careful consideration, not just of the film, but of yeah. the previous films and the history, and then you've got Madonna who comes in just wailing, "Die Another Day," pretty much over and over.
0: Oh, don't forget over. the don't forget the amazing line: Sigmund Freud analyzed this. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's just not of, a Bond class. It's not. It's that pseudo intellectualism. Oh, I'm going to throw in the name of a, a famous uh, <laughs> philosopher to, yeah, um, or scientist to um, to make this sound a bit more intellectual than it actually is. Yeah. Um. I mean, the the song is not even. I mean, ignoring how it's used because obviously this techno soundtrack is used over shots of, over basically, three and a half minutes of Bond being tortured by North Koreans. Yeah. It's so juxtaposing, it just doesn't work. But the song itself, it's musically and lyrically. as I think as as Gordon put it, it's not Bond standards. I actually agree with him in that it's difficult to pick bad Bond themes because it's part of the universe and they're all generally brilliant. But this one just sticks out like a sore thumb mm-hmm. as one that... It, it was a mistake, I yeah. think.
0: Yeah, I think I uh, completely agree. I have nothing else really to add to that other than... You're right. Uh, when Bond, they, there's something to be said for when the, the the series tries something different. I think that's always you can kind of admire it, but there is yeah. there is obviously a you know a point where it gets it's just not right, and it should have been obvious when that with this song, a song that's completely auto tuned to hell. Um, you know, it does doesn't feel like there's any. Real musical merit there. I'm not. I'm not someone who can say that I'm. Uh, you know, I'm not a musician or anything like that. I'm not. You know, versed in that world that, that way. But I know it sounds good to my ears um, and my tastes and things like that. Maybe this could be good in a in a club night out. You know, you could maybe argue that. But that doesn't mean to say that it makes a Bond theme, and it certainly does not stack up against some of the classics that we've had and Brosnan in Brosnan in that era as well. I think the three Brosnan ones before this were all really high bars. For, and it's a shame that this was the, well, that whole film as well. It suits that film, I suppose. But this was the letdown. Um, so, yeah, completely agree. Dying Day has to be on this list. Gordon, I think you'll probably agree, but I'll just get your thoughts on that as well.
2: Yeah, it's all down to individual taste buds. And I don't think this is really meeting with any of our taste buds or the majority of Bond fans. So, like, like you guys pointed out, it's. It wasn't in keeping with what the standard, the high bar that we expect of our of our bond theme songs. And man, this was a. This wasn't just a Madonna song. This was a Madonna demo. This was a demo for her American Life album. So it's like it was just something she had that might not even have made onto her album, and it was just plucked out of the air, you know. And that, that's,
0: that I didn't know that. That's that yeah. makes it even worse. That uh oh. That To, to know so that I it mean, wasn't designed for the song, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Yeah, so like just, let's just pick a random song
2: just because it's Madonna. It was, it was kind of like, I don't know if it was rushed. I mean, I don't know if the score was rushed as well, but David Arnold wasn't involved in the writing. And, and up to this point, it was normal for the film's composer to be involved in the composition of the song. And it was purely... I'm not sure. I think Madonna may be collaborating with one of her, her usual collaborators. I think
0: but it, I think it might I might have read somewhere, it was William Orbit who was around that that he did a lot of that stuff, um, mm. remix sort of stuff around that time. To me, Steve, there's no there's
2: no hook in this song. I think it tells you something that if you listen to David Arnold's score for that film, which is pretty good in parts, there's there isn't a we've talked about we use words like motif, a kind of hook, a riff in a song that will repeat throughout the score. You've got it if you see if we think back to to every Bond film before this and just about all of them after it really, you've got a bit a lovely hook in every song. You know, say we like about it, even Man of the Golden Gun, Skyfall even, the bit, the more well known ones, Goldfinger, Living Let Die, you've got a bit of that song that you'll hear repeated in the score because it yeah, just it has an attachment, you know. It's like it's a, just a, a a little, yeah. It's just you know a motif, a hook. There, there's just nothing in that that. So the the score couldn't really use that, and I think as well. I'm not sure if it's a timing thing as well. I don't know if Arnold's score was done at the last minute, but there's just there's there's nothing to there's nothing. We got to remember it as well. Not only was it not really meeting the standards for Bond films, but this was the twentieth Bond film. It was the it was the 40th anniversary since the start of the the film series. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's, it's it's a it's a tough one for for Bond fans to swallow. It really, is
0: yeah, That's certainly a low point in the Bond themes. And I don't think when you look at the other ones, I mean, we've nominated another six, but there's a gulf between the standard of this song that we're talking about, which is probably the clear loser. And the other you know, the other six, I don't yeah. think I don't think there is there's things you can maybe label them. They'd be bland, lacking in this sort of energy or lacking in Bondy and danger or whatever. But they're not on the on a scale the same scale as this film. Yeah. This song. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's uh, universally agreed this film is on the list. It is probably their clear loser. Let's uh Gordon, you want to pick a song then to discuss, either to lock in or to cut from this list?
2: Yeah. I mean, the, these songs, they've all actually, these are the, our least favourite ones, clearly, but they've all got a, a kind of hook in them mm-hmm. that they used in the actual score. And, you know, there's even films that had like, almost a double <laughs> hook, like, you know, Tomorrow Never Dies and, Thun- and Thunderball, you've obviously got... You've got Mr Kiskis Bang Bang, which was meant to be an the original theme. Um the likes of that and the Tom Jones song, there's a hook for each of them that's just used throughout the squin tomorrow and dies. You've got Cheryl Crow's song and Surrender, so they've got a sort of double advantage in a way. But if I look at all these, yeah, they've all got they've all got some nice quality about them. Um I would say see Skyfall. Now I feel I feel with Skyfall kind of split with this one. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of the elements you want in your 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 Bond title theme. I think it's got a class and a style about it. It just it's just dull to me, especially when we get to the chorus. It's I just find it dull.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, for me, I don't mind it. I quite like Adele. Um, and I think you know I, the orchestration I quite like. There's a point towards the end the falsetto. I think it's a bit cheesy actually when it repeats the skyfall pit, skyfall, skyfall. Like, See, I like that, actually. <laughs> I, I you don't, know,
2: because I don't,
0: I don't I, hate this song, but... I just, I don't know, I thought it was a bit cheesy, but as a song, like, uh, I don't think it gets to the, um, I mean, I, I don't think it gets to that sort of, like, Tina Turner or Bassy style like, raise the roof at the end of the song kind of thing, the way that, you know, the, 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 the previous Bond songs have done. But I, 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 I quite like the feeling of the of the song,
2: yeah, I, I like the feeling. It's the feelings there, the the compositions there, in a lot of ways. And the, I mean, I I couldn't fault Adele as a singer. You know, I couldn't really fault the lyrics. I just it's just a bit un, uninspired. If that makes sense, I'm know, I know I'm saying it's a class and a and a style, but there's you can. I mean, I, I said the same about Spectre. There's it, you feel that the the chorus maybe kind of falls flat a little bit especially. Yeah. Okay. But I like I said, I mean I, it's it, it's hard to it's hard to even, you know, criticise this song, but yeah, it's just there's a slight dullness to this song that's not
0: that I don't I don't quite feel okay. With the others in the list. Steve, where do you uh, sit with this one? I mean I take it Gordon you're suggesting this is to be locked in as one of the final the runners up then. I'm
2: I'm not going to really be too upset either way because it's so hard to yeah. um, spot these apart. So I, I totally respect anyone's decisions. Like I said, mate, this is this is all subjective. No not one completely. should be like sneering or saying, "Oh, you're wrong," or no, anything I, I, like that. It's, I, uh, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I I appreciate this the the qualities a lot of people point out to this song. That's true. And uh, I appreciate even at least Adele's approach to the song. I'm sure it was a lot more respectful than the Madonna's was. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I think that caveat goes almost goes without saying. But yeah, it's good to point it out. Like, I do think we have respect for all these artists. Um, and I think, you know, work has been put in. We're not wanting to tear them down too much. But again, personal feeling comes into this. Where are the cast of this? This project so we're kind of it's our, dis- our say but yeah um steve what's uh what's your thoughts on skyfall w- do you feel it fits with this this list
1: i totally agree it's got all the elements as um as gordon pointed out it's it sounds very bond it's lyrically not too bad adele's voice i mean it's, it's adele she's got a good voice but it is just boring Mm. I I wouldn't sit and listen to it as a song. If I was given twenty five songs, I don't even think I would approach I think I'd probably approach a good fifteen or twenty other songs first before I listen to that one. There's just it's not particularly it doesn't jump out. It's just not very interesting as a song. It works. It's almost like it was built by numbers. The they've studied and thought, right, what makes a good Bond song? And they've constructed it and made a sort of textbook Bond song, but they've forgotten to inject any kind of excitements or anything interesting into it.
0: Okay, yeah, right. I've highlighted it then as one that we are considering as the final list. Um, I will choose. I will choose Octopusy. It's maybe similar to the argument for Skyfall that I find it kind of bland at the all all time high. Um. I just... It's it's really forgettable for me. I think it could have been you know, a decent pop tune and all that kind of stuff, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a great Bond theme. And for me, I think I like some of the ones that have a feeling of danger about them. like Either mm-hmm. in the lyrics or in the energy of the song. And I think this one completely lacks that. I mean, a lot of the Moor era ones are softer, more ballady, especially the first half. Um, and this one, obviously, was late era Moor. And then, they, but I just don't feel—I just don't feel excited by this song. I don't get that. Sometimes you get a kind of goosebump feeling when you hear a song. You know, it reminds you of the film or whatever. Uh, some of the, your favorite ones, or there's the melodies that will stick in your head. But this one doesn't have it for me. It just doesn't. So that would be why I would nominate it. Where do you guys uh, sit with that?
1: I actually, I I agree. It was one of the ones on my list as well. And I think the the, the first hearing of the theme and how it's used in the film is probably just as important as the song itself. And as we established last week, Octopus has one of the best pre-title sequences of the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. It builds up and there's all this excitement and then it goes into this song and it's just it's such an anticlimax. It's one of those kind of moments where you're watching one of the films and it actually, it actually aggravates me. I go, why did they do that? They had This was an opportunity to sort of jump in with a massive live and let die style um, upbeat theme and they didn't and it just, I think for that reason it annoys me and it's not a particularly, again it's not a particularly bad song, it's just not interesting and yeah. the way that they've used it in the film kind of exacerbates that Yeah, Gordon?
2: Well, yeah, kind of in agreement I think I think they kind of got away with it in that film similar to For Your Eyes Only, the, the latter mood era, these more sort of pop ditties type songs. The I think it was in keeping with Roger's Bond, the more light hearted bond. And it's the whole imagery of seeing him in the title sequence as well. It's some they somehow got away with it and it, it worked to me. I'm just saying it worked. I'm not saying it was amazing, but yeah, um, fair enough, there fair enough. there wasn't musically it didn't if you really go forensic with it, it's it's not really sounding like Bond to me well, apart from lyrically I would give him credit, Um, I think it was Tim Rice did the lyrics for this one and my my favourite lyric in the whole song is we're two of a kind, I think it's in the second verse and of course when Bond um, meets Octopussy about halfway through the film, she, that's a line she says to him, I, that's something I, I adore in, the, in lyrics to any songs because I've said uh, the same the world's not enough the whole line, there's no point in living if you can't feel alive, that is a I've real that that gives that really boosts piece I think but yeah the the I agree uh, with your points there I feel it would yeah good song but it's not it's not quite got the the sort of attitude um John John Barry used to use the, the cuz obviously he was involved in not only the scores but writing the the title songs, you use the phrase, like, it has the, the cock and the balls. <laughs> or, you know, even not just, that might sound a bit extreme, but just a bit, you know, sort of, yeah, maybe I'll use the word, like, attitude again. It didn't quite... um
0: Yeah, I think that's probably a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um Okay, well, we have, obviously, because of the way we've got only three of us now, we actually have three highlighted, but obviously that doesn't necessarily mean those have to be the final three. We can now look at the list and say, does anyone want to fight? for any of those to be swapped out for any of the other songs so we're obviously at this point potentially losing A View to a Kill by Joran Duran The Man with the Golden Gun from Lulu Another Way to Die from Quantum of Solace uh, Alicia Keys and Jack White and Moonraker from Shirley Bassey. does anyone feel strongly for replacing any of those?
1: Yeah I think at this point I'm gonna rip off my shirts ask you to hold my beer and start a fight over Another Way to Die <laughs>
0: Um, it, a bit biz. as in getting cut, obviously, to, to get cut from this I list, think,
1: yeah. I think that should come off that list, because I, I, I think, as I said last week, I adore this song. Absolutely dripping with funk. I just... it's, I, I mean, I will, however... I think I can see where Gordon might be going with that, and that it's, it's not very Bond. It's a great song, but is it a Bond theme? I'm not 100% sure, and on that point, I think I would be willing to to concede?
0: Well, I mean, it is getting cut, essentially. We've highlighted three films, so those are our winner and two runners up, so that, this is to say bye-bye to it, but it's, getting, it's going to get cut unless somebody feels strongly to put it, to replace Skyfall or Octopussy or Diane day as our worst, so um, it doesn't sound like you would support that. I don't think I would. I, I, there's no way that, to me, that is worse than the three we've highlighted.
2: I would say, I mean, I, do, I don't know. I, w- I was about to say may- maybe it's maybe Octopus is slightly better actually, but the, cause I, I like another way to do it. I actually listened to it this morning. It's the only Bond song that I listened to this morning for this podcast and it was because it suddenly came into my head this morning when we were talking about least favourites. I think, and I, I like the two singers, Jack White and Alicia Keys and lyrically they're nailing it. Uh, it's To me though, that, you, if you're saying Octopus because I've, I've said that Octopus is a song that could be just more of a chart song than a Bond song. I feel a little bit about that, the same way with another way today. It's kind of a bit raucous at times. There may be been it's a bit a bit sort of too loud and, but I love the way um the the, the film act. Like I said, uh, Craig's amazing one liner with Mister White. It's time to get out and the impact going from that to the opening riff to this song is is actually amazing. Yeah, uh, I it's love it. Almost almost on a par with with the Goldfinger intro, Connery. Shutting the door and the opening bars to go, but you know that that it starts off with real impact, but yeah, I mean, kind of like what Steve's been saying there it's it's maybe just not quite bonding enough to me, and I don't know, I'll tell you what right. I'll tell you what, keep octopus in there. Another Way to Die just shades it. Um, I was just weighing up the positives and negatives.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll concede, Steve. Fair play, fair play. Um. I, I, I can see your point, Gordon. And it is funny you mentioned the very beginning of the song, because when I think of that song, that's what I'm thinking of. I think that's good. The, the punch of the start of that song is actually, for me, some of the strength yeah. It's bizarre. But yeah. when I think of that song, I'm thinking of the production. Yeah. I think there's a oh, real punch, real energy to it, which I like. But- um,
2: yeah this morning's listen just uh sort of if i hadn't listened to this morning i think it would have been going in the bin but right, well, i think that listen kind of reminded me of the the good qualities
0: yeah okay we'll cut it now um so obviously we've still got the, a view to a kill the man with the golden gun and moonraker um i personally don't feel a view to a kill or the man with the golden gun would deserve over over these uh I, as much as it's cheesy and tacky, the Man of the Golden Gun one is. I think there's, there's something overly cheery about it that I like about it, and there's a catchiness to it that I think obviously was the the, the score kind of used as well, um, and the view to a kill as well did the, the same thing. So I kind of I don't think I, I could re, I couldn't replace one of those uh, one of our losers with one of them. Don't know where you guys fit with that.
1: I am. Um... On a verge almost of arguing that the man with the golden gun should be in there, and honestly, it's almost entirely about the lyrics for me. Because listening to it as a song, if it was an instrumental, I like the kind of those sort of the really fast um, sort of muted trumpets that give that real sense of urgency. We're about to come into something really, really big and exciting that's about to happen. But then, if I just what I've done is I've, I've obviously looked at the lyrics and I've got them in front of me, and it's just it's so. Overly uh, cheesy. It's almost bordering on lazy. Yeah. It's is. like someone's looked at a picture and it's just kind of describing it. Working <laughs> in a darkened doorway or crouched on a rooftop somewhere in the next room or this one. It's a bit kind of, he's uh, this amazing um, yeah. assassin. He's somewhere. <laughs> and then you get to that home, his eye may be on you or me. Who will he bang? We shall see. Oh, it's that. Uh. It just, it's setting up in the theme song. Yeah, James Bond's going to bang someone one or two people, is it you? Is it me? Who knows? He's just, it's, I don't know, maybe he did go after Lulu, I don't know, but, yeah, Yeah. it's so, and then right at the very end, where it's, um, he'll get it done with his golden gun. He'll shoot anyone with his gun, his golden gun. His oh, it's <laughs> it's so overly cheesy, and it's I mean, it's it's purely for the lyrics. Yeah. I would throw this one in, okay, um, for it to be up for debate, though.
0: I, you might have won me over there. If it was to go in for me, it'd be Skyfall. It'd be kicking out. I still feel that L Day and Octopus are the ones that I would put in. I, I know that Skyfall's probably the ones that you guys would prefer over Octopusy. I don't know. This is where we're where we feel.
2: I would say in defensive man with a golden gun, now yeah, Steve, l- lyrically you would have um, Don Black to, um, you know, to not not to blame as such but to maybe question about his likes because I don't think he was quite firing and all cylinders with that one. <laughs> it, is, Ooh, yeah. it is here and yeah, it's going, it's like sort of going for the obvious there's no alluding to it or anything it's, you know, it's you know, not just the likes you mentioned, like he was like, he's got a powerful weapon. It comes before the kill, you know, that sort of stuff. I think, though, there's a cheekiness to that that I admire because I don't think, again, you do need to change things up. And I, I like the... the It's good, I think, every so often just to have something a bit sort of Roger Moore-like tongue-in-cheek, especially for one of his films. It's kind of in keeping with... You know, it's a bit of a cheeky film. In a lot of ways, you, you know, for example, the... The way you could maybe the the the, some of the character traits of like knack, for example, and also like some of Rogers' lines, like you must have found me quite titillating, you know. Things that there is a you know some sometimes it to have the odd sexual reference. It's it's all kind of part of the Bond culture, so I can sort of give them that. But yeah, it's there's there's an impact to the music in this song, and like I said, I think I think Lulu's voice is often underrated. But I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and split hairs with it and argue you know there's there's definitely merit in what you know the, the points you guys have made for maybe kicking this one out
0: uh, Right so if we were to put in the man with the golden gun which one would it replace
1: I would say potentially of the two it would replace Skyfall because I mean it's it's a little bit sort of dull as we've established but it's it's relatively textbook in terms of being a bond theme i think the elements are there i haven't actually looked at the lyrics to skyfall but yeah. musically it's got this sort of bonds um sort of sound to those particular the particular sort of notes and sounds and um sort of scales that you need for a bond film mm-hmm. yeah about drama but,
0: yeah. yeah,
2: you could, you could also, I could also back you up there, Steve, Steve was saying from the likes I remember, you know, obvious, the obvious, most obvious one would be when the sky falls, and at least that's something that's open to interpretation that you could, um, that you could attach to Bond, or even any of the other characters in that film, Silva even, and the, I mean, that's why, you know, part of the reason guys like Bob Dylan and the, you know, so, some of these, you know, music greats are you know are such legends, is that their songs are open to interpretation, and the, the being vague is a is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, and *Man with the Golden Gun* that's about the, the likes about it is as on the nose as you can get. Really, I would I would also um, this is maybe as leaning into the scores a bit, but *The Man with the Golden Gun*, I feel there is there's a great hook in the that sort of brass led riff, the main sort of riff that that is used so effectively in, in John Barry's score. I don't think there's quite that same kind of hook in the, the sky for one but,
0: yeah, you sure know, kind,
2: kind of on the fence with this one.
0: Yeah, this is a to tough on one. Is... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts as well, like the Man with the Golden Gun lyrics are terrible and the, general, the kind of, that sort of lightness is maybe a little lacking or whatever but there's something so catchy about it that I, I do yeah, I, do, think you can I, I your, yeah. do. Do
2: you whistle at uh, Yeah, it's one of these songs I can, I can, find I,
0: I, I can just hear it I just it, to put it in as the worst. I I feel like it might be a little harsh. I just, but the lyrics are bad, Stephen. I think that you're right. Like that was a great point. Like they're really when you put them out like that, they're so bad.
1: They're bad, but it I mean, it is catchy, and the the brass in the song is also very good. Yeah. It's, it's 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 definitely a uh, it's it's a tricky one. It's funny but having you know,
0: these two compared. Sorry, Gordon, just very quickly. It's just that these yeah. two compared seem like total opposites because Skyfall is the one that won the award, the Academy Award, and yeah, The Golden Gun is the one that is like probably the lowest end of the scale, isn't it? In the terms of the intellectual lyrics, it's just hilarious.
2: I have special admiration for. It. I don't know if you remember. There's a slightly different version at the end of the film when it zooms out on Scaramanga's uh, junk that um, Bond and Goodnight are going away on, and uh, there's a there's a nice wee kind of rather than the 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 impact of the the normal version. There's a, a slow, different sort of intro by Lulu, and it's quite soft. Uh, how, I'm trying to remember how. How um, it starts. It says like Good night, good night. It's like good night, sleep well, my dear. And then she and then just very sort of um She's just like, James Bond is here. I yeah. just love that. James Bond is here. Yes, that's him. That's our man. That's no, that, that really gets me. Yeah, gets me going that particular part. So I don't know if you remember that. I, I just kind of,
0: I kind of. That. That's the only song actually that actually references James Bond, doesn't it? That's how you're on the nose this song is. That
2: is, it's so on the nose. <laughs> but I, I just feel like, especially its last like sort of victorious ending to that film. You know, it's not like it's the typically goes away in a boat yet again with with an, another woman. Is and you know not. You know, you have, I think the only one with a quite a dark ending was was on Her Majesty's, but it's like that victorious ending. M's on the phone. Good night, where are you? You know, two fingers up to M. I'm away in my boat with Goodnight. And then it's James Bond is here. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, totally.
0: Oh, I, I, hmm,
2: I don't and know. And you can knick knack on the top of the boat as well. T- Roger's tied him up in the, the little basket.
0: Right, hey guys. let's quickly cut the other ones then that we don't feel strong. We've not spoken about A View to a Kill. This is one that Fran really was wanting to push. So I'll try and represent what he brought when he was talking about his nominee. A View to a Kill, obviously, is the very late 80s. Um, no, oh, mid 80s actually was 85, wasn't it? Uh, Juran mm-hmm. Juran. It's like typical stereotype 80s, that kind of, um, very synth heavy, I would just maybe say. I don't know. Um, But I I don't know. Uh, He he just felt that it's cheesy and kind of slightly irritating and didn't really fit with Bond and things like that. I can kind of see his point, but I don't... As much as it's not one of my favourites, it's kind of a mid-card Bond for me. Some of it is kind of catchy. And again, it was used... The theme was kind of used quite well on the score, I thought. So I don't... Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't really... I, as much as I'm putting Fran's point across, I I, I don't feel, personally feel that it's going to get on this list. Also because I don't know if how you guys feel about this, where where, the, where this one sits.
2: Hundred percent back, up Mister Barry. It's Honestly, to, yeah, to cut, I think to cut the, it, yeah, cut it from this list. Yeah, yeah it's uh, again. I think the 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 change up with the more electronic-y disco vibe of Duran Duran. It's it's kind of in keeping again with Roger's Bond, especially seeing himself in the title sequence and it's you know it's a nice sort of farewell roger you know closing off the old era sort of thing yeah it kind of works well
0: yeah okay works well over the end credits as well sorry i know that uh steve you weren't a fan of this during our podcast this one this wasn't your style of music you were interested in
1: yeah see this i mean the 80s style of music is not my style at all but it's i mean it's it's middling and in fairness if you're going to do a kind of disco-y bond theme this is how you do it this is what madonna should have looked at and gone if i want to do disco this is what i should be emulating yeah it's a far better uh interpretation of the the bond worlds um than diana The i mean it, it is cheesy and it's not again it's not a song i would go for um and it does at least it fits the from what I remember it fits the title sequence so the the imagery and stuff that it goes over it works. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't um doesn't it doesn't stand out as being too bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll Except exactly. that one.
0: Yeah. Two sex, guys. Yeah.
2: Yeah, dance into the fire as well. I mean that's that's probably my highlight yeah. lyric because really, you could you could really you could really um
0: we were, we were, fit that perfectly we were, we were, we were, into Bond's world I think. So like I um, Sorry I missed that there So yeah we've just cut A View to a Kilt And now we have Four highlighted that we're really struggling with The final one that was nominated was Moonraker Um, I was the one that kind of Nominated this one I don't know if I've got I find that it's just kind of bland It's got a nice Eerie feel to it but... And it might suit the film But I just find it bland and uninteresting I don't know where it sits with you guys, but does it does it fit in with the top three?
1: Um, see, I actually think it's of Shirley Bassey's three Bond themes. I had this done again in my notes. Right. You like this the, one, didn't you? The best of the three, because it's 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 a little less um sort of cheesy, I suppose, than uh, Goldfinger and Diamonds Are Forever.
0: Yeah, true.
1: It's okay. a bit more subtle, but yeah. it's. I'm, I mean, I'm with you. It's, it's definitely it. In the sort of twenty-five songs, it's not—it's definitely not up there as the as one of the top ones. Mm-hmm.
0: But not, not—I'm probably not going to convince to get on the top three. Which, looking at the other ones, yeah, maybe I, I don't even know if it, I think it is like the outsider of of those. I don't think it is in the top three for me either. So yeah, uh, Gordon, have you? Are you there? Did you? Yeah,
2: right. uh, Moonra- Moonraker is quietly confident—a a solid one, but. Shirley Bassey, I don't think it's any, I don't think it's close to yep. getting in the bottom three really. I think there's, there's a lot of, just a lot of style and class to that song. Lyrically approached the, the franchise respectfully once again. A uh, good collaboration, not, you know, which is, which, which is important for all these songs.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. We have cut Moonraker, so we're back to the the the, th- the fight for the third position between Octopussy, Man of the Golden Gun, and Skyfall. Um, whew, I, it's so strange. I feel like we've locked in Die Another Day and Octopussy, and it's really between the Man of the Golden Gun and Skyfall, which kind of I find hilarious for some reason. <laughs> um,
1: They're two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I could go either way on this one. I, I think, I think I might prefer Skyfall slightly over The Man with the Golden Gun. Um, but what's what's do you guys? Would you? I know Steve. You'd probably say The Man with the Golden Gun over Skyfall
1: for this list.
0: Yeah, to to as the, the yes one, the one that sticks as, on the list as a, as a locked as in
1: for sticking on the list. Yes, I mean at least I've got some respect for Skyfall. I appreciate what it does. And it's like I say, it's just it's let it down because it's not very interesting. Whereas Man yeah. with the Golden Gun, it's just it's a shame because it's a great tune, but lyrically, I don't think I can let it. I don't think I can let it by.
0: Yeah, Gordon, how do you feel about cutting Skyfall then out <laughs> of these?
2: I don't personally agree. I think I think that there's too much dullness in Skyfall. I think my my heart says Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah. Really deep down, I just think what well, because Man of the Golden Gun, and this is maybe where it's getting a bit personal maybe, cause it, I me because uh, it's the impact it had on me as a kid, and it just mm, I think because I don't think I don't think um, I think it's a bit of an offence for a, a bond title song to be slight, even slightly dull. I think it's and I think you can sometimes look beyond lyrics, it's the same as in a film. Maybe especially some some of Moore's films, you can look beyond the the heightened reality of the film and some of the the jokes and the.
0: I do agree with that actually. Um, a lot of the time lyrics are the last thing I notice from a theme. Um, and mm-hmm. I always just have the rhythm and the, the the sort of the instruments and the sound, or the feel of the song more than and it's like later on I'll start looking at it and going, oh yeah, that's that's weird or whatever. Um, so it probably. I mean, the Man of the Golden Guns are so on the nose that it's hard to do that with, but at the same time, uh, it I, I didn't stick out to me so much. I was just actually like, that's a wee catchy wee th- theme. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. Um, right. I, know I think it
1: might be 2-1 in favour of Skyfall staying on the list and the Man of the Golden Gun dropping, if I'm right.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh I'm trying to see what, no, Fran, I was trying to see if Fran's choices helped, but they don't. He just, he's got, he agrees with Darren All day Octopuses, so we wouldn't know what he would have said about these two. So you were saying, sorry, it's two for one for kicking out the man with the golden gun and keeping Skyfall on the list?
1: I think that's, reading the room, I think that's how it sounds at this stage, which I'm, I've, I've, I've argued all I can, but I would be happy to concede with that. I think that's probably a fair list.
2: You've got, um, similarly in both of them as well, I mean, there is parallels. They What they did was they, they took a, a popular pop singer at the time, mm-hmm. and they both obviously displayed their huge vocal talent, and there's... So there is parallels as much as there's big contrast in the two.
0: <sighs> Looking at them, I feel like Skyfall is a better song in the end than Man of the Golden Gun, and I feel like it's really... I don't know, something that doesn't sit right with me for putting Skyfall on the list as worst the three of the worst. I just don't... I think it's like, definitely I, I completely concede to your arguments uh, that it's kind of dull and things like that and I have my own criticisms for it, but I just, I really struggle to see that being on the final three. I really I really do. Um, I guess you can
2: say as well, they're, well, they're both kind of horses for courses because the, the man with the golden gun again was in keeping with A slightly heightened reality, exaggerated film that was there just for sheer entertainment. Whereas Skyfall, again, it was the brooding Daniel Craig Bond. It was the the melancholic feel in a very melancholic film.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's hard to compare what's better in the end because they suit their, their time, they suit their bond. to opposite ends of the spectrum, which is hilarious that we're comparing these two. Moore probably is most cheeky, zany, playful, sleazy... And Skyfall, well, Skyfall was probably the, the the more playful of the the Craig era, but this sort of that theme specifically still had that, especially with that intro to the film. There was a a seriousness um, to the the tone, so we really are talking about completely different ends of the of the spectrum here. But for me, I Skyfall not just nudges above the Man of the Golden Gun, so I would personally agree with Steve on. Cutting Skyfall from this list and it's actually the man of the golden gun. If uh, you're okay with that, Gordon, <laughs> I'll concede. Okay. I'll hold, hold my hands up in the air. Right,
2: and surrender.
0: There we go. We have our three. I don't think really have to argue too much on this one. The octopus is obviously the clear. The The loser of this. Uh, the, I think we can all agree that Another Day is by far the worst theme song.
1: You guys, yeah. yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, complete disrespect to the the franchise of Bond. Complete cheek, twentieth Bond film. Madonna just rocks up. Here's here's a a song I had somewhere. We'll just we'll just throw this in.
0: Yep.
1: Oh. It also just kind of smacks of some kind of deal to me because the fact that she was in the film as well, and the, the fact that somehow she was able to submit a second rate demo and get a twenty minute cameo. As a sword fighting teacher, yeah, some, smacks yeah. of some kind of deal in the background somewhere of someone exchanging money for it. Just is is it's stunt casting. Commercial and, it's yes. stunt casting. It doesn't
0: feel the bond needs it. Like it's no. like yeah. Why do they need uh, certainly a star whose time? She wasn't like irrelevant or anything at that time. She changed again, but she was becoming. She wasn't the same. Uh, relevance that she had over the 80s and the early yeah. 90s. So, yeah, it's just as
2: much as I've criticized, there's a couple of cool songs in that American Life album because this, this actually went on to the album. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay, we'll end this one. Uh, Die Another Day, congratulations, you are our worst, uh, the biggest loser as of the Bond <laughs> themes. Quite a gulf, as I've stated, to then the, 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 the next two, which is Octopussy and the Man with the Golden Gun so yep we have rounded out the first of today's categories and we will be back to talk about the scores thanks guys see you soon bye-bye
1: thank you